So we gotta introduce ourselves, you know what I'm saying? I'm Tim. I'm Adam, I exist. What's up? Gotta introduce yourself, Tim, once to maybe potentially use the footage. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> have to put like a little, like a beep. Yeah. <laughs> have to beep it. <clears throat> hey, that's why we do these, like, uh, these, these trial things, you know what I'm saying? These, like, yeah. uh, test runs. Uh, test runs, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you know, the, the Disney ride test track? That's what we're doing. <laughs> you, know, I, I, you know, I always liked Universal a little bit better anyways. See, I was always afraid of the roller coasters. Uh, you know, I mean, Six Flags is probably the best of all, but, you oh, know, like... What are you going on about, bro? Bro, I can't even... I haven't been to Six Flags, but if you, like, really want the, like, roller coasters, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the big boys? Uh, yeah, some of them, yeah, Six yeah, yeah. Flags is kind of, like, the bomb. Yeah. What is it? Six Flags American Adventure or something? Yeah, I don't know. I think the closest one's in Georgia, right? Bush Gardens is the best theme park. You like Bush Gardens, bro? It's for Chad. Doesn't it have like, is it like half zoo, half park? Yeah, I think so. Actually, didn't I we go to so. Bush Gardens on on one of the band trips? Yeah, the band went there a bunch. Yeah, and we saw the cheetah <laughs> race. Or I think we we saw it race like a roller. I don't know. It was wild. So, what games y'all been playing? Just been playing Assassin's Creed. You know, getting that Viking shit going. Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla. Ooh. God, it's uh, it's two expansions that I need to go through, and then aside from that, doing the dailies in Halo, trying to get that done. All right, all right. That's about it. It's nice, nice, nice. What about you, Brandon? What you been playing? I think you've been playing Sekiro, right? You've been logging them hours in. Dude, Sekiro's so good. It might be my Set favorite Souls game. It's it like is pretty good. I, I thought 3. you'd like it. I, think, I thought I, you'd like it. The only reason I would say Dark Souls 3 would be better is because uh, it has more bosses. Sekiro has yeah. more mini-bosses, and it also has better combat. I think the combat in Sekiro is, like, very, very yep. good. The parrying is, like, like it's, really good. Every, I think everything about it's good. I think, like, I don't know. That's, I love the prosthetic. The, the, the like, the firecrackers. And then, like, uh... What was the one? Uh, the other one. There's like the firecrackers. There's the flame one. And the shield one is kind of cool. The if you have a bad, the shield one is busted, dude. Yeah, bro. Spam the shield one with the spin. You can just break people's posture. I literally used yeah. that to be a mini boss earlier. It was like so broken. It also gives you like a a bigger parry window too. Yeah. I think. Something so like, that. like you can. Yeah. That's why I was so pissed at Sloan because he literally was like. He was like explaining to me how to beat guys, and he was like, "Yeah, just uh, if you just spam like the prosthetic abilities, you'll win." And he basically what he did was he didn't feel like collecting all those things that like you use your prosthetic abilities, so he just instead decided to mod his game and like cheat in infinite amounts of those prosthetic abilities, so he could just spam firecracker and stun lock people to death. And I was like. How are you going to talk to me about beating this boss when you literally modded it and cheated? You know, I, what I did, there's like, whenever you come out of that monk temple where everybody's wearing the blue ro the blue robes, and you, you open the double Simple doors temple. that's on the first floor, yeah, and you go Simple to the right, so cool. you go to the right, and if you go straight, you go down, and that's where you meet the, uh, the dude in the second story of that house yeah. that you have to enter through the roof. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I forgot his name. The, the little short guy? Uh, 
Yeah, and there should be like a like a uh, like a bonfire. I forgot what they're called, but at the top of that staircase. And then if you go back towards the temple, if you go to the right, there's like a little mini boss. Or I don't think he's a mini boss, but he's just like a like a little bit of harder enemy on top of a bridge on your way to like the weird jungle path where all the monkeys are. Um, those like guys right there like, always drop spirit emblems. Like, always. So you can just spawn there and then, like, grind them. Yeah, spirit emblems are, spirit emblems are pretty lame. I don't really like them as a game mechanic, but... They're kind of weird. Yeah. They're alright. I, I, think, I think you should, if you die, I think you should respawn with, like, all of them. I don't think I just you, think they shouldn't I, cost more later on in the game, dude. It's ridiculous. They cost, like, 50 yeah. gold right now where I'm at. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I've been on like I don't know. I played through I played through Halo Infinite. Really liked that, and then I felt like a void after I was done with it because I was waiting so long for it. And I was it wasn't really short, but it's like the normal length of a Halo game, which isn't yeah. really long either, you know. So I finished that pretty quick, and then I was like immediately started looking for something else. I snapped. I probably shouldn't have snapped. Um. I immediately started looking for another game, like, to, to play, to kind of, like, fill that kind of, like, absence yeah. of, like, having something to do, and I played through the, the um, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it looked so bad in the trailers on E3. <laughs> I thought it was going to be man, the worst bro, game I, It looked so <laughs> bad. It didn't look fun at all, but at the same time, like, those people that, like, Whenever you have a game that has like some sort of RNG uh, like factors, like a maybe, I guess Souls games aren't really the best because like, it's, you know what they're gonna do basically the the, the enemies whenever yeah. like at certain areas and stuff so you can kind of predict how it's going. But like if there's any sort of RP, like RNG factors, and and for a game you're trying to do like an actual recording for a video game, I like what do you call it event like E3 mm -hmm. or or the game awards or something like that like the people that are playing the game suck <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like have you noticed that like mm -hmm. i don't I, I mean sure they're smooth i guess but like sometimes they'll like get hit by the stupidest thing well it's like there's or, the uh the infamous doom 2016 ign footage yeah yeah it, or or the cuphead like or that, yeah yeah like he couldn't get through the tutorial you know like it's just things like that so i think the guy just sucked at trying to like explain or show like give it an idea of like what gameplay actually looks like i think the dude yeah, just probably. was bad at the game um the 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 game though is like <sighs> the best way i found to describe it later on is like you know the 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 um element of mass effect where you have your party with you and you can kind of like tell them where to go and like what yeah. abilities to use it's that but that's the game yeah. it's like you have your stuff but you don't have like you have powers i guess but like your powers aren't the best because star lord's basically just a human with like yeah, fancy he's tech he's like he sure he's like half like Planet they aren't gods, but half whatever it is. Like he's some sort of weird alien race, he's which isn't really celestial. far away from, yeah, celestial. And like, all that means is like there's different types of like element 
gadgets that you can kind of use. Like, there's, like, gun... You have, like, special technology that you have mm-hmm. access to that nobody else can really use and anything like that. It's it's very special and very, like, um, restricted to that race yeah. kind of thing. And, it, and, like, you know, his abilities you'll be able to fly or, like, speed up your redefire or something. But, like everybody else's is like the best part about the game like sure they can walk around and hit things but they won't use their abilities without you telling them to unless they're going into a flying rage which sometimes they will depending on your actions and what they it's really cool how they did it it's like it's almost like a cd project red game where you can Mm -hmm. kind of like have you can choose dialogue options which doesn't affect the story but if but it affects combat sequences that may or may not happen later on or different things so like at the end at the end of the game there was like an entire area where i would have where i would have had to like fight three or four like mini bosses but i didn't because i saved this dog (laughs) yeah (laughs) earlier on in the game and the dog came and like blew them up in a spaceship like it you know it's there's just things like that but it's it's it really puts you into like commander seat like you, you yeah really well i are, saw like, isn't there like you can give them a pep talk in the middle of combat oh and, yeah and then what yeah. you say it'll either like yeah. give them a big boost or they just won't do good anymore it's like the equivalent of like an like an ultimate basically but yeah. it's it's not like your ultimate because everybody has ultimates but like that's like the team ultimate so yeah. it like boosts your damage output it boosts like recovery time for um for cooldowns it resets cooldowns if there's anything on the like on cooldown um Mm -hmm. if you used an ult you can use an ult again usually if you use an ult you can't use it again during that combat phase like it it's really neat and like there's always an option yeah i really like games where like there's not just one option but there's like multiple but like even when there is only one option the option's pretty obvious and yeah but yet not easy you know like Mm -hmm it's it's really cool i i really enjoyed that game it, it, i sunk a lot of time into it and when i, I like kind of just played through that and then i finished that and i kind of ran into the same issue i had after halo the entire reason i picked up the game was like yeah. fill, like there's a void <laughs> i have to fill this void so i just That's started how it playing goes, bro. yeah i started playing the witcher 3 again second playthrough you know. i remember uh a good while ago when i beat uh vampire the masquerade first one really good game so uh, playing through it, beat it, and I'm just like, bro, the fuck do I do now? Just you have so much fun in one game that then when it's gone, when you beat it, you're like, I can't have fun no more. It takes a while to find that, you know, find a good replacement for it. It's like I remember what I used to do was I'd either get like a uh, World of Warcraft subscription if I was waiting for something to come out, or just some other MMO thing. Play that for like a month until the game I was looking forward to came out. I, I don't really know anything about the Vampire Masquerade. I know one of my buddies liked it yeah. from a while back. So, with so the World of Darkness is the universe it's in. It was originally a tabletop game, like, you know, D&D yeah. or Cyberpunk, all that stuff. Okay. And so Activision turned the, or made a game in that universe as, like, a old kind of RPG. I'd say it's a very light RPG. But the thing is, it is now a cult mm-hmm. classic where no one really cared about it when it came out. Kind of unknown. But now you have to, like... You don't have to, but yeah. I recommend it. You have to grab a mod to make text readable and just kind of give the game a little bit of a boost. 
and then yeah i've beaten it twice i think third yeah. time i tried to beat it just crashed on the final guy so i was like nah is it like is it like a generic not generic but is it like a true rpg eh, it's it's a linear story there are like side quests and stuff that you do actually have different options of how to beat it and people will you know react differently and stuff like that but from what i remember for the most part there's not really too many like branching choices you know what i recently well not recently it was like a year ago i sold all my because i used to collect all the pokemon mm -hmm. like ds games and game boy games and stuff yeah and uh literally those are still worth retail price right now and the, the actual like newer ones like black and white 2 and stuff and black and white went up in value so i, I was selling like Pokemon Black 2 for like $75. Yeah, dude, all the Pokemon yeah. games are just... They hold up. I don't know. I didn't really play any of the Pokemon games. I, ha I played Ruby. That was like the only one I played. I think I had Ruby and maybe Sapphire. But I don't think I played Sapphire that much. I, and I had Yellow. But like Yellow was like the old, old one on like the GB. Not not even the GBA, just the Game Boy Color, I think. You never played Heart Gold or Soul Silver? No. Thank you. L childhood. I mean, Ruby was great. Like, Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Those games were fire. Those were the, the, those my I favorite the, Pokemon games ever. I had that, you know, like the Game Boy Advance, the blue ones where you would flip it open. Yeah. That was that was like what I used. Oh, those. Yeah, like, that wouldn't even run Heart Gold. You needed like the DSi or something. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh dang! I had it. I think I had one Pokemon game for the DS, but I don't remember which one it was. I don't know. You know what gets slept on is the Pokemon Ranger games. People still Bro, sleeping on those games, dude. Oh my god. Pokemon I Ranger Guardian signs. You could, like, draw the little sign and it would summon, like, a legendary and you could, like, use its stuff. Dude, that was, that was the best. That was, like, my whole ass there was childhood. One, there was one where you played as Pikachu. It was, like, Forest Fire Rescue Pikachu or something. You would go in and you would save... <laughs> pokemon i don't know it was wild you would just play as pikachu <laughs> i i don't remember which one it was see i was i was just never able to get into the pokemon games like i collected all the cards and all that yeah, not all really of them, cookie cutter. anytime i try to play the games just couldn't couldn't get into it you had to experience just had to it. be there <laughs> i'm wondering what e3 this year is going to be like gonna be trash they're not gonna release <laughs> hollow knight silk song they're gonna it's, it's not coming it's never gonna drop ever so it's just gonna release another teaser for elder scroll 6 yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be a river this time instead of a mountain elder scroll 6 has been teased since like 2017 or 2018 well people think it's gonna be set in hammerfell it's gonna be the red guards and all that I'd be fine with it literally being anywhere, except the swamp. You don't want to go to the Black Marshes? Hell deal no, with the Argonians. Like See, I've seen a lot of people who actually want it to be in the Black Marshes. You just can't. You just can't do a swamp right in a video game. Like, there's no way to do a swamp in a video game and make it fun. See, I remember fucking Space Marine Two getting announced. God, if you guys were fucking in call with me, that was. I was not. Yeah, no, I was in call with one other dude, 
and I saw it, I could tell it was a Warhammer game, but I'm like, the last couple have been just dog shit, they've been horrible. So I'm like, okay, don't get excited, it's gonna be like a card game or a mobile game. So I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm trying to suppress the excitement, because it's a really good trailer. I hate the way the game controls. It looks cool. I hate the way it plays. It had the momentum of you being a, you know, one-ton space marine. That's what I hated. It looks like Gears of War. It looks like Gears of War, but it feels like Mech Warrior. <laughs> like, I that I, sounds I just, about right for describing a space marine. It's it, like Gears of War and Mech Warrior. It just feels weird. I don't like. I don't know. Everything feels like very, like, clunky. Yeah, that's. Like I think it's they a aim very for it. clunky game. Which is I and that's what I'm saying. Like I don't like the yeah. fact they aim for it. Like I get I get why it was like it. Yeah. Like you said, you're gonna be a space marine, a one ton mm-hmm. space marine, but like God. It just it didn't feel very appealing sometimes. See, I know nothing about Warhammer forty K at all. Tristan got drunk at Tim's party and started talking to me about Warhammer forty K lore. That's how it goes. You'll you'll someone will be like, I'm mildly interested in it, and then you just go on an eight hour talk about just the very beginning of the universe. <laughs> it's garbage. So, ugh. why? Like, there's a joke I've seen recently of being like, it's awful. You know, the worst punishment is being locked in a room with someone explaining <laughs> Warhammer. Bro, the fact is, there's so many people getting into it right now too. Well, it's like, partly I've heard, because... I've heard, I've heard so much about Warhammer recently. Like, compared to, like, the last three years, I've heard more about Warhammer in the last two months than I have in the past, like... Well, the the two uh, reasons for that is, of course, Space Marine 2 getting announced. No one thought yeah. that game would ever come out. And then uh, Henry Cavill, he posted a picture of him painting a... Uh, uh, Fucking yeah, the dude's a nerd. <laughs> so funny. The dude's He's a, a great guy. Nerd and geek. Love to share. Absolute dork. Jacked. <laughs> missed missed his casting call for Superman because he was in the middle of a he was raid on WoW, WoW, bro. I'm like, ugh. what He's a guy. One of the true homies. What a guy. Just imagine that phone rings are in the middle of a bro, dungeon. Imagine like, playing Alan. Dungeons and Dragons with that guy. That'd he'd be, be sick, play, bro. He'd be playing his character so good, an actual ah, actor. Be, he'd be method acting his character. That'd be an experience. That would I'd be love that. insane. I want to start a D&D campaign, but at the same time, it takes so long to play. Well, remember, I have, uh, I have two friends that are potentially starting one if you want to join. Get a taste for it. I have a, I have a friend who's like a really good DM. Yeah, my friends being good DMs, that's still <laughs> in question. I I I'd be interested in actually being the DM. If you want to do it, I'd be more than happy to join. Love but at the same time, like I don't want to. I don't It takes commitment to be a DM. Like you've got to really love what you're doing. Yeah. It does. You have to write a story and like outcomes well, to everything. Technically, that you, you don't have to. There are pre-made dungeons. I mean, yeah, but those are well, the fun of it is making your own. No, it's usually I've DM'd once. I prefer being a player, but I can DM air quote. But it's for me. What happens is you'll see something and get inspired, and then off of that, I'd write a story, and then 
it can be tricky trying to write outcomes but usually what i do is like you can either write what you think the players will do and have a couple like branches for that but a lot of D is just admin yeah i mean uh, of course you know but that's why you come up with like a rough draft of like an idea of the direction yeah, of you wanted to go and, like, it's still a different... good idea to write out sessions just so oh, yeah, you know what sure. you need to do for sure i mean i don't know i've been listening to like i mean since i've been listening to the yog pod again mm -hmm. like sh shout out shout out to the yogs cast shout out to the yogs um they had like some old dungeons and dragons episodes yeah that they used to play and they were like they weren't the best in the world but they were like fun and they were pretty simple and like sure it wasn't like the craziest campaign but like it was still really neat like yeah. i don't know as long as you take your character serious like lewis for example he was playing brick and he was like this golem so mm -hmm. like what he would do is he he'd just like point at things like things that would like normally offend someone wouldn't offend his character yeah so like somebody like called him something and he said okay and he would just turned around and walked away and like like i don't know like and it was like about this ice tower emerging hmm. in the dark in, in the uh the direwood forest or something to the yeah. south of the city of like I don't know, long water, log water or something. Some town, yeah. Yeah, like I don't know, and it's like it, it got it got cold as winter, and it's in the middle of summer. Like what is what? I don't know. It's you just need a few like like oh my gosh, gasp kind of like yeah, plot twists and just to keep it entertained, and then gotta like find a way to get the people there like mm -hmm. if someone wants to rob a shopkeep and that you got a wanted level there could be like a paper or something telling you where to go or like giving you some information like do not go into the direwood and then people will be like oh let's go to the direwood or whatever yeah. you know like or like you'd be walking down the like walk walking down the road trying to or the traveling down the trail trying to get to the next city and you'd see like this like help me help me my my, my father went into the direwood and he hasn't come back help help you know like you know <laughs> yeah there's so many ways that you can do something like that so as long as you can like as you said ad lib or like just yeah. like come up on the spot of like well yeah no i remember when i was uh running my session the people i was playing with were like hey we really liked it could you do one tomorrow and i'm like i haven't written anything and so yeah just did a full ass session just off the top of my head and then that created like a side story arc sometimes those are the I, best sessions the ones you don't have time to write the ones i love like i love it whenever like if you like like character backstory so like if all the characters mm -hmm. like the people like actually write their character backstory yeah. and give it to you mm -hmm. and you can implement the characters excuse me backstories See, that's into what, the like, game turns me off like you can just when you start getting into that because like i'm always down and then we start getting into it and it's like okay you need to make your character and it's got all this and that and it's like i can't uh, i don't know dude. can't we just like play <laughs> i mean you could always have someone make you a character yeah. and then you would just have to assume yeah, the role or you can there's yeah, there's a bunch stories, of like, I... there's a bunch of filled in character sheets online people's characters that they can that they've just filled out and that or even just depending on the DM you could always night that eh, you could always not write a backstory yeah you, and you just can... naturally have your character act as you yeah, play as I've that never character. done a D and D campaign either so I, I don't know too much about it. 
It's fun. I uh, think it's fun. They're, it's really I fun. I remember my first... I, I think his name was, like, Zuthren or something, and he was, like, this paladin, this dwarven paladin that was married to a half-elf that was 20 years old, but <laughs> she got murdered. I wrote this backstory this about her so getting murdered by these, like, <laughs> devils that, like, in, like came to this town because they were like killing all the the elves or something and like i lived in this weird el- el- like this weird village where like dwarves were kind of shunned upon so they didn't like me anyways mm-hmm. and they but they loved my wife right so they killed them and then at, they finally kind of started showing me sympathy whenever she died and then i went to the <laughs> temple and studied to become a paladin to 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 smite down the devilish foe that has slain my wife, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's 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 fun, and then the, like I was playing it with this guy. I think I was playing it with my buddy Dave, and like mm-hmm. he he was gonna try to write in write it in to like me go back and kind of kill the dude. And our next session was gonna be that, and then we stopped playing. It was really sad. Oh, I've had so many campaigns fall through. Yeah. See, I remember the best thing to get players to write backstories is have something in the campaign happen that directly relates to their backstory. Yeah. Like, what I like to do is have almost many side quests yeah. that are for that character. So, example, if someone's backstory is, oh, my father was a legendary knight and he lost his sword in a battle or died in a battle, I gotta retrieve my ancestral sword, all that stuff. You can have, like, an entire session for that character so that he feels, you know, like he matters in the campaign and his backstory matters. And then at the end, give him, you know, a magical sword that's like the ancestral sword of Boogity Boo. Make Tim's character fight his dead wife. Bro, no, I think think the best part, like, the best way to play it is, like, I like it when the DM rolls for everybody. Like... What do you mean? Like, I know people are supposed to have their own dice, and you're supposed to do your own combat rules, but I really like it when mm-hmm. the DM, like, does all the rules and stuff, because that makes him in charge of basically everything, and if... I hate it, it's it's so immersive, like, immersion-breaking, right? Whenever mm-hmm. you roll, like, a one, like, a two on, like, a D, yeah. a D7, is that, isn't that, mm-hmm. isn't that a dice i think that's the triangle one probably but it's more so like a d8 yeah like you roll you roll like a like a two on a d8 or something and then you like Mm -hmm. don't get to hit the dude and the dude like breaks your arm and then you like pass out you know like i get that's the rng of like dnd but like if the if the dm is rolling for you right Mm -hmm. and he sees it and he's like well these guys have been getting their butt kicked you know like let's throw him a bone and like you actually rolled like a five you know and you hit him for one damage or something and now he's he's blood and he's bleeding you know mm-hmm. like so it i like it when a dm not necessarily breaks the rules but if you like see that there's an obvious like almost every campaign i played like in the first mm-hmm. in the first session someone's died like and it just doesn't make for yeah, a good story really a good it's idea. not fun for the story you know like i remember one time the first time i played a D game my character mm-hmm. died to like lizard stds or something like what? <laughs> Like, I don't... It, yeah, it was, like, it was yeah, weird. The, the enjoyment of D&D is almost entirely dependent on how good of a DM you have. Yeah. Because, like, I remember my fave... Still to this date, my favorite campaign I went through. I forget his name. But I remember we had a session 
that was in like the land of the dead or something like that i was playing as this knight dude this honorable warrior yeah and so we're walking through and there's a bone minotaur guarding like a door and i have an ability called honorable duel where i challenge an enemy to a duel and he can only attack me i can only attack him and so i'm fighting this bone minotaur and one of the things the dm allowed me to do which was nice was i could dig my heel in as a bonus action and get plus one armor yeah just as like a brace yeah. i did that and crit failed and you and broke the bone your on his attack <laughs> broke not, your... not that the bone minotaur critical succeeded on his attack roll oh my god so he just cut my shield arm off shield arm gone see if if anything i feel like a critical fail and a critical hit like that would have like damaged permanently damaged your armor like i feel like that would have been i I feel like that would have been the best way like not actually like disable the character itself like get like sure drop you like five hit points ten hit points or something you know but like oh well see that was the thing that didn't take me out of the fight i still won the yeah fight. The, uh, the dm was like you spinning roundhouse's head off or something like that and then i had to cauterize my own yeah like see you know it'd be better if it was like the the sword goes straight through your shield leaving a, th- a three inch wide gash going halfway down into the shield and the sword is far enough through that it cuts into your armor and your shoulder and now like you're gonna need to bend like i don't know you know like it tore some ligaments and it'd be repairable the the cool thing with that was that was the second to last fight we had to do okay so at the end of the session when we left the island there was a mechanic there who was like, I can make you an arm. See? Well, then that's and okay. so I that's got cool. this cool robot arm that had a hidden compartment in it. Oh, see. And so I put a dagger in there. I mean, yeah. Uh, w- but was that and the first the... session, or was that, like, your fourth, or... No, that was, like, midway into the campaign. Oh, okay, okay. And, like, that's fair. Okay. When you're midway if in... If you're midway and in and you with... crit fail, and you and the, and the enemy crit strikes, then and sure, you can succeeds. lose an arm. Yeah. I thought that was, like, we're still talking on the first. No, 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 no. If no, we were talking on no. the first, I was like, dang, that's a... That, that, that leads to it something. It also, but. a lot of that depends on the player. That's why it's good to ask them stuff. Like, I'm okay with my character losing limbs. Yeah. Because I think it adds to just the fun of it, of naturally, you know, your character progresses. But there are some people who are like, nah, don't really want to lose arms. Or I mean, things. you can lose stuff. It's just, it has to be justifiable. Yeah. Like, if you just, exactly. if you just crit failed, like, you should have broken ankle or something, right? Oh, yeah, but if, if it's it was just like, a crit if, failed, if he crit then... failed and he crit striked... Then you might you might yeah. have to do something. Well, that's the reason I lost the arm was he took into account what I was doing. I was actively blocking. So, like example, if I was trying to parry the blade away and crit failed and he crit succeeded, he could have said, "Oh, his axe just cleaves your blade in half. Congrats, you've lost your weapon." Yeah. It all just depends on kind of the scenario. That's why, like, for me doing combat, I hate it when it's just I attack, I attack, I attack. That's why I like to be like, oh, I go for a stab, or I try to sweep the leg, shit like that, because then it makes combat more than just rolling and rolling to hit. Brandon, we should we should play a campaign. When? I don't know. Am I invited? No. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> we don't like you. I know. We don't. We don't want to play a game with you. I just want to have fun. Oh my god. Oh no. Huber, have you watched One Piece? 
No, I just watch anime. He, I do. I'm okay. You've seen Berserk? Yeah, I've watched like, through Berserk. Berserk's good. I'm very. And what else? What else? I've seen Berserk. I watched the Dragon's Dogma. That was really good. <laughs> I watched Blood of Zeus. Also, pretty good. No, it's just I'm. It's not that I don't like anime or I don't watch it. I am just way, way picky. Like for me, One Piece, just the art style. I despise its art style. Dude, it looks gross it, to me. I honestly, I love it. If you can get past the first few seasons, oh god, I'm about to go on a rant. Never mind. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Show, go dude. for it. Fucking love that show so much. If you can get past the first few seasons, bro, it like well, it isn't really that like? Up. It's also saying like I ah, just get past the first three hundred episodes. Kind of. The, no, for the first three it seasons, gets, it, the like, art style really two. progresses super quick. So like, it'll start out in like you know the black bars on the side. It'll be in like four eighty p or whatever. But like by the time you're in like, like not even a hundred episodes in, it'll be like HD. It looks good, and the black yeah. bars will be gone. Well. I th- isn't that also just the style they were going for was just the wacky well yeah it always stays in that style but honestly yeah. it's kind of like it, you, you come to understand it more from not necessarily like just a bad like the the mangaka having a bad art style and more of like an artistic mm-hmm. choice because the stuff yeah. they deal with in that show especially in like later arcs is like super dark it's like there's like there's like drug addict kids and like you know slavery and racism and stuff See, and it's all it's all I, presented with by that art style so it's like a really cool contradiction it's like really well see that's the thing it's you you say that about how it can be really dark and have these super adult themes and all i remember is tim showing me part of an episode where there's a dude who can't see like boobs or else he'll just bleed out and die oh, sanji yeah, yeah like, it has a bunch yeah, of yeah. it's re- it's like one of the funniest shows too, especially that arc. That's my favorite arc. It is but really yeah. funny. No, just like in general, like it really balances the wacky, goofy stuff because it's like, I don't know, it just it's it's just so good. Dude. I can't, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like the art style yeah. balances the themes so good, where it's like this really wacky looking world, but then once you kind of get deeper into the world it's like super dark and yeah. messed up and like really messed up stuff is happening all the time like tim hasn't even seen some of the most messed up stuff that happened in that show dude yeah bro so i just it I reminds me a lot of like it. jojo's is like i think you'd really like jojo's but it's the same thing i think i think you would hate the yeah, art I don't, style well it's the not just style. the art style it's i've looked at it before it's just again i'm I'd be willing to say I'm overly picky, like, to a bad point. That's understandable. If you want an anime with a good art style, you should watch, like, like, uh... Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen's really good. Well, it's not even so much the art style, because, again, let's be real, the 2016 Berserk, that looked so fucking bad. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. They were like, ah, new technology, CGI, 3D, and I could not bring myself looked, to uh, watch that. I, I'm reading the manga on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Honestly, that's probably the better way it's to so do good. it. What would you say? Is it just story writing? Story? Yep. Or what is it that you're the pickiest? It's... Pickiest? It's it's a mix of things. It's mostly the plot. And it's... There's small things that'll make me not want to watch it. Like, example, uh, one of my friends has tried to get me to watch Overlord repeatedly. Yeah. 
but I can't get past the fact that it's a video game. Well, it's not. Well, no, meaning it's only like a video game in the first episode. The, yeah, the first episode, yeah. And that's what I've heard is they just fully kind of start ignoring that. Like they'll still reference it at later points. The but... only way that it really even gets referenced is just the fact that he's OP. So like it'll yeah. keep coming back to where he because yeah. he's like end game in his he'll video like, game. But once it becomes real life, one. yeah, it's just still OP. Yeah, he'll just take his ring off, and people will like throw yeah. up <laughs> because, because yeah. he's just too strong, and it like the ring will like suppress I'll his. I'll probably magic. watch it at some point. Like I also want to see Jinro. I don't know, bro. I think, that. I think JoJo's right. Uh, he, hot take, hot take from every JoJo's watcher in the world. If you watch it and you take it at face value, it's it's kind of, it's it's, it's kind of weird, you know. Like it's gonna be put it's off. It's bizarre. Put That's not a hot. <laughs> it's take. it's bizarre. It is weird. It's a so, bizarre. But, but, but once you actually like see through it and you go a bit like a layer deeper and you like like be aware of what you're watching and reading like you, you come to find out quickly that it's like not making fun of itself but like completely satire like i love that show because of that reason like it has like the, the worst pop culture references ever but they're like yeah. very not i'm not talking about the stands by the way because the stands themselves are like pop their names are like pop culture references but mm -hmm. the actual like like i wish i could like just pull up like out of context jojo screenshots like out of context <laughs> jojo's quotes like there's some such right. funny ones like there's like there's like all these like uh, there's like an episode in like start i think it's stardust crusaders where like they're they're like on a plane and the main there's like this like enemy that shows up and like it's not really weak but it's like it's really strange compared to everybody else but the thing is is like the main character can one shot this guy right just just done you know like <laughs> but but he goes to do it and his friends are like stop stop you're gonna break the plane like don't don't fight mm. him you will break the plane and we will crash and die don't fight him <laughs> like so mm. they have to send the weakest person they have <laughs> to fight <Yeah>. this thing <laughs> so they don't crash the plane even though they can just easily beat the i don't know it's just there's so many like layers of like things that you have to do and then like, like there's like fights where it's like i knew you would do this so i positioned myself three inches to the left so it would only hit my bone three three millimeters away from the artery in my arm which would make me bleed out by the time to fight this it's it's so as like as the title references like, bizarre it is i loved i love that show like i hated it at first it took me like four times to try to watch it and the first season's mm -hmm. pretty rough around the edges but like the first once season's get... way better once you watch it again after yeah i've seen the whole show but it's like this quote here there are holes all over his body just like the cheese from tom and jerry <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> says, what are you trying to make her do she's only 14 and he says shut up you stay the fuck out of this <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, like just all these out of context. <laughs> oh my like, god, there's some great ones, dude. How am I supposed to? How the hell am I supposed to find an invisible baby in clear water? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. 
in the in the show will just like the show will just throw you at stuff. I remember me and Brandon were watching like the most recent season, and like mm-hmm. you you don't know what this guy's power is, and you don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. And he just starts like hanging himself. <laughs> That's fair. Just, like, and the next thing you know, the main character's on the ground crying, like. Suffocating. So you're like, what is going on? Going on. Yeah, it's it's like one once you realize how absurd it is, it's like comical. Mm-hmm. Like I've like cried laughing watching that show, and it's not even yeah. because it's like funny. It's just the absurdity of it all. It's and which yeah. it, that in its of itself is the humor of the. Show. I don't know, bro. It's so so many layers deep. It's I I love it. Ugh. Please stop praying for my grandpa. You're making him too strong. He broke out of the hospital <laughs> and the cops can't get him. He's too powerful. I've seen that, yeah. Like, they're, the way they push stories sometimes, like, in one of the later seasons, like, the way they pr- progress the story is they give this guy a power that didn't have a power before. And, like, all it does mm. is basically give them the next quest. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That was so funny. It's, it's, it's so like, good. they gotta find out where this guy is, and all they have is a picture of his back. Like, a Polaroid <laughs> picture of his back. Yeah. So, the guy uses his stand and looks at it really hard and for some reason he can't see it but his stand can see that in the picture there's also a fly and then that guy recognizes that fly he's like i've seen this fly before that's the and he like pulls out this book and he's like flipping through the book he's like oh yes it's the african north gray fly or something yeah it's like native to cairo so then they figure out he's in cairo but it's like amazing it's the stupidest show ever, but it's it's pretty entertaining. It's so you get past good. the art style, it's one of my it's like one of my favorite shows, dude. You should watch that one, or you should watch Attack on Titan. Just don't it's, watch the last season. The thing is, bro, I I love it so much, but the fan base is just like the Rick and Morty fan base. No, bro, you they can't hate say it. That you're gonna get, gonna they hate it. They hate they, 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 I I them. I hate them. Is that bad? Huh? Why is the JoJo's fan base bad? The, fan, the JoJo's fan base isn't bad to JoJo fans, right? But to people who aren't a JoJo fan, they think the JoJo mm. fan base is almost worse. I guess. Uh. Christian, Christian hates the JoJo fan base, and so does Peter. I feel like anything that has a fandom, like there's always a dark side of any fandom, where it's just I mean, like yeah. cringe. Oh yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, I hate Warhammer. I don't talk to people who play it. No. <laughs> you solely mentioned the Dark Crusade. I <laughs> that was a title of a game. <laughs> but if we're talking about anime hot takes, I got one. I quite enjoyed Netflix Cowboy Bebop. Oh God. The, the live did. action. Now, granted, that's yes, that is probably because I hadn't watched the original. Because again, I'm super picky. I mean, 
I don't think the but, show was objectively bad. People didn't like it because it wasn't like the show. It wasn't they, super faithful, and, which I get that. You're making a thing that's supposed to be faithful. It's, it's just not, the show, the, sh- the, the, the live action of adaptation just felt like Rush Hour. It, it, it felt like yeah. a 90s action flick. It, it literally, and, and, and all the gimmicks were literally Rush Hour gimmicks. It was yeah. just a 2021 version of it. It was crazy. I just had so much cringe. I didn't cancel it just because I did. I was kind of excited for you know the second season because I was going to wait for that to come out, then watch through the original. Yeah. Which I still probably will at some point watch through the original now. The original was very good. Brand, yeah. I don't think Brandon likes the original Boring, dude. too much, has but no he he has he's, he hasn't even seen the second episode. I have seen. I watched like four episodes, and I couldn't. He literally, could not stay interested. He said I couldn't do it. It's just so lame. I think it's a phenomenal show. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I. I enjoyed it. That's what I think. This is going to sound really stupid, but if you go into it treating it not as Cowboy Bebop, it's pretty okay. Pretty good. Yeah. And I think that's what I was able to do since hadn't seen the original. I never watched the the live action like the whole way through. I just saw bits and pieces of like cringe from it and i was like i can't <laughs> i was like i'm not going through the cringe again of, of yeah like, that one scene where that chick spike like wakes up on the ground and that chick's like spike spike get up get up spike She's oh like, yeah that's that's, that's like, the last uh, episode with ed <laughs> that was something cringe. people were upset about was how they handled ed i like the casting that's mm, a yeah. good thing i could say yeah. about it i think everyone who was acting their character did really well I thought it was strange that it, it wasn't it Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> yes, he was Spike. He was Spike. Spiegel. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. Harold from Harold and Kumar real? was Spike. Yeah, the yeah. Asian dude from Harold and Kumar was Spike. Oh my God. Dude. And that's the thing. I thought he did a really good job. He did. I, I think, think he did. Okay. He was really cocky enough to have that kind of you know bounty hunter cockiness. He was also shredded. Also could be. He got yeah. He got real shredded. He got shredded for that role. I think Netflix just needs to stop making live-action anime adaptations. Well, don't worry. I've heard they're trying, or they're thinking of doing a One Piece they're, Yeah, they've already cast yeah, they it. Are. It's going to make me Yeah, and everyone's off. really upset, and I do wild. kind of agree with that. Zoro looks it's... awful. No, <laughs> dude, Sanji looks awful. Zoro <laughs> looks <laughs> meh. It's like, how are they going to do all the stretching and all the weird it's rubber shooting in live-action? Because that's going to look... Horrible. Yeah, it's not gonna be. But apparently, Oda, the creator of One Piece, is like behind it. So I don't know. He might. I, I'm hope, dude. I really hope it's not. Garbage. Luffy looks okay, I guess. Usopp I don't looks know how really I feel good. about Nami. Nami looks good too, and that chick is like is actually a One Piece fan. Like before she even got cast, which is cool. The, the Luffy actor literally had never even seen One Piece when he <laughs> got cast for it. Oh he had to like read it. That's fair. You know how we do it. I guess Sora looks fine. The only Sanji good... does look yeah, he looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking with Sanji. Oh, and Frankie isn't even in here, bro. No, it's just the it's it's uh Luffy's or Sanji's. This is truly blue. my dream, Emily Rudd. I think the Nami actress looks good. So does Usopp. Oh. We're at a good, good like stopping point for our first one. A good, good testing point. Yeah. All right. I guess we could probably wrap it up. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got to figure out like how we're gonna end these things. Fuck you. 
eat shit and die. Just end it with the fuck you, Baltimore. Uh, there we go, I guess. Probably shouldn't do that. No, I think we're good. We'll use it. Alright, end it. I just finished editing and uh, just wanted to add, a add in a little little teeny tiny bit at the end. Um, I appreciate you if you made it this far somehow. I think I finally made up a good name for the podcast. I think it's going to be called The Mother-in-Law Suite. So um, if you're going to be around, hopefully you'll be able to catch the next one. It's going to try to do it on a weekly basis, but we'll see. We will see, but I'll see you around.